Hello everyone, welcome back to the Football with the Boys podcast. This is episode 110. In today's episode, I'm going to recap the Toilet Bowl Championship, um, the League Championship, and the third place finish in 2021. So, let's get into it. Starting off with the Toilet Bowl Championship, um, Brian took on Keith. Keith ended up beating Brian 132 to 106. Uh, Dak Prescott, he tossed three touchdowns. Kamara had a, a pretty solid game. Five catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Fucking Marquez Callaway didn't want to do shit during the year, and towards the end of the season is when he's finally producing less frustrating. But he had a good game, 97 yards. Odell had a touchdown. Mari Cooper, he basically just had a touchdown. Boston Scott was huge for Keith. Off the waiver wire, 47 yards, rushing, two touchdowns, four catches for 39 yards, receiving. And for Brian, unfortunately, um, weather conditions played into... uh, um, played into the outcomes of the Bills game, Bills and Falcons game. Um, it was snowing up in Buffalo. Josh Allen had two rushing touchdowns early on, uh, but he also threw three interceptions. I feel like he kind of forced those, forced the ball when he didn't necessarily need to. Ramondre Steven, Stevenson was huge. 19 carries, 107 yards rushing, and two touchdowns. He could be the number one, <clears throat> sorry, the number one um, running back in New England next year um, with Damian Harris, a little injury prone, and uh, Stevenson offers them something that Harrison can't, or Harrison, Harris. Uh, Stevenson can catch the ball, he can run it. I like the way he plays. Uh, Jacoby Myers had a touchdown. That is his second on the year, second career touchdown. Dawson Knox was disappointing. <clears throat> uh, Goost. Rashad Bateman used to perform seven for 58 without Lamar. But um, I was kind of mad with Brian because I was trying to go after Braxton Berrios and um, that was someone I wanted to, you know, play this week. Fortunately, Brian submitted a bid, and he got him. He was awarded him, and unfortunately for Brian, he didn't play him. So, but I wanted Braxton Barrios. So, Keith avoids being beer bitch. Um, Brian is now beer bitch for his second time. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, you probably have heard it before me referencing it. Uh, in the beginning of the year, uh, after, I think it was, yeah, beginning of the year, um, I think it was, this is before the games were played and after the draft, Brian, um, Brett, and I were sitting down and Brett, uh, Brian was like, let's have a bet. I said, all right, so what do you want to do? He said, 
we each pick our one of our guys on our teams to see who can have the most touchdowns. Uh, Brian picked DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Brett picked Tyreek Hill, and I picked Stefan Diggs. At the time, early in the year, Tyreek Hill was on fire. He was catching touchdowns um, left and right. And then Hopkins was also doing it. Diggs had a couple. And then Diggs started to catch up. DeAndre Hopkins was battling that hamstring injury all year. Uh, and then um, Hopkins got placed on IR. Diggs came back. Uh, it was like nine touchdowns a hill. Diggs and uh, Hopkins had eight each. And then uh, Diggs got his... Uh, touchdown to take the lead for me so and the the this was Brian's idea and he said what if the uh, the loser has to wear a tutu at the draft I said and we all said okay let's do it um but this is the second time Brian has lost a bet against me so hopefully he will learn his lesson and just not bet anymore but yeah Brian will be serving Beers in a tutu at the draft. What a sight it will be. And uh, couldn't think of a better person to wear it. Alright, so is Brett taking on Tyler Corson for the third place finish? Um, so third place is 150. So... Um, that's what was on the line. Patrick Mahomes only th threw two touchdowns um, in a high-scoring game against the Bengals. DeAndre Swift didn't do a whole lot at all. Um, only four carries and two catches. Makes me wonder if he was still a little banged up coming into this game. Uh, especially since they were playing, playing from behind in a high-scoring game. Probably should have been used a little bit more. Sonny Michelle had touched the ball 20, um, 22 times. 74 yards rushing, 3 catches, and 25 yards receiving. Debo Samuel, he's going to be Brett's keeper. Um, he had another solid performance. He had a receiving touchdown that was uh, 40 yards plus. And he's seven carries for 19 yards. He's a do-it-all player. Interesting to see how that changes next year with uh, Tyler Lockett, or Tyler Lockett, geez, with Trey Lance uh, taking over as the quarterback next year. Speaking of Tyler Lockett, uh, Tyler Lockett had a touchdown on three catches and 24 yards receiving. Tyreek Hill was disappointing. Um, <clears throat> Foster Murrow was disappointing. Eli Mitchell, Brett's uh, $93 fab guy. He had 21 carries, 119 yards rushing, uh, and two catches for 11 yards receiving and a touchdown. And 13 points from the Niners' defense. But Corson had a lot of plans. He had Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, uh, 30 for 39, uh, 
completions. He had 30 completions on 39 attempts, 446 yards passing, four touchdowns. Two of those touchdowns were 40-plus to Jamar Chase. He absolutely dominated um, in Week 17. And five carries for 10 yards rushing. Uh, Derek Gordon didn't do much. You know, Justin Jackson, Devontae Adams, solid, very consistent, 11 catches, 136 yards, receiving a touchdown. Jefferson, 6 for 58. Marvin Jones, only two catches. Mark Andrews, six catches for 89 yards. Tyler Boyd had a touchdown, 136 yards. And the Patriots defense with three interceptions, 10 points allowed, and two sacks. Um, so Brett did lose to uh, Corson. Um, 150 to 125, and Brett finishes in fourth place. Tyler Corson is awarded the third place finish, and uh, interesting to see what happens in 2022. All right, this is what we've all been wanting for and anticipating. It was Lloyd taking on the Podfather, Trader J's. So, like I said, coming into this week, um, Lloyd, I had beaten Lloyd twice already, and maybe the third time was a, was going to be the charm for Lloyd. But as we all know, unfortunately, that didn't happen. So, Joe Mixon, 12 carries, 46 yards rushing, 7 catches and 40 yards receiving. Decent performance there. Najee Harris, Sunday night, or Sunday night, Monday night football. He touched the ball 31 times and went over 200 total yards. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, he was, he was killing me on Sunday with, um, how much they were using him throughout the day. He touched the ball only 10 times, but what he did with it was pretty uh, great. He had uh, 100 yards receiving on eight catches, uh, a two-point conversion, and he also had a rushing touchdown on 23 yards rushing. So they definitely used him a lot. Or they didn't use him a whole lot, but when they did use him, he produced well for them. So, and Chase Claypool didn't really do much. He only had 17 yards receiving. Cooper Cup, uh, six catches, 95 yards, and touchdown. The Rams' offense looked kind of off against the Ravens. I don't know if that's just the fact of um west coast going east coast on an early game but um but it, it was it was a little rough for the rams still did well six catches 95 yards and touchdown 21 points um i was really worried about cooper cup coming into the week because with him and stafford he has just the potential to go off for 30-plus, 35, 50 points. So 
he he did well in this game. Gusecki, uh four catches for fifty one yards. Okay. Damian Harris had nine carries, thirty five yards rushing, two touchdowns, and one catch for twelve yards. Um I don't know what what point he left the game, but he was questionable coming into the week and then got the two touchdowns and they were beating up on the Jags and he left the game and they had Stevenson, they had Bolden, so it's not like they really needed him to come back anyway. And Colts defense, nine points. And myself, I had Justin Herbert, what a great pick he was in the eighth round. Um, he's been very solid for me and very consistent this year. He tossed two touchdowns on 237 yards passing. Jonathan Taylor should be the league MVP in my opinion. 21, or sorry, 21, 20, 20 carries, 108 yards rushing on a touchdown. He was solid. Rashad Penny, man. He might have been the best pickup I've ever made in my whole uh, time of playing fantasy football. He filled a role for me when I really needed someone to be my RB2 without having CMC. And he did everything he needed to do for me to win in the playoffs. Um, 25 carries, 170 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and two catches for 15 Yards receiving, he was huge for me, and wow, two dollar waiver claim was well worth it. Um, T Higgins only had nine points. Hollywood underperformed. Oh, so speaking of Hollywood, um, I was talking about it earlier with Braxton Barrios with Brian picking him up. My plan was, if Lamar wasn't gonna play, I was gonna pick up Braxton Barrios and start him over. Um, Hollywood Brown, which would have netted me um, 16 more points. But I guess it is what it is. But at the time, I was kind of mad because, like I said, I needed the the upside with um, the Ravens not having Lamar at quarterback. And plus, Hollywood was already questionable coming into the week with the illness. So DK Metcalf, wow. Um, Mr. Big Chess himself, six catches, 63 yards, receiving, and three touchdowns, 30 points. Um, when I did the trade with uh, Chris and Jerry, uh, Aaron Jones with DK Metcalf, it was kind of bittersweet after the few weeks after I got him because he wasn't really producing in Seattle. Had, I think they still might have the lowest um, time of possession. So they were um, three and out a lot. So they weren't really moving the ball a ton. And the opposing teams were just keeping the ball away from him. But man, he came up big when I needed him to. And he really, uh, really delivered for me. Three touchdowns. And uh, wow. Good timing. <laughs> Noah Fant, six catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown, 21 points. He um, 
I felt like it was good play with uh, Judy and um, there's someone else that was out. Jerry Judy, a couple other wide receivers were out, and Cortland Sutton was also almost questionable. He almost didn't play as well, so I figured um, the ball has to go around to someone, and um, I kind of baited between uh, Pat Fryermuth, but ultimately went with uh, Noah Fant. I felt like Fant offered me more upside, and plus, Fryermuth was coming out of the, the concussion protocol, so wanted to go with Noah Fant. And solid uh, decision there, 21 points. A.J. Dillon, Mr. Uh, Quadzilla, he was also huge for me. I debated between him and Jared Patterson. Um, at, during the 1 o'clock games when Patterson was getting involved, I was kind of regretted not starting Patterson, but Ultimately, that didn't matter, but the time was a little, um, I had a little doubt there, but A.J. Dillon was huge, 14 carries, 63 yards rushing, two touchdowns, two catches on 20 yards receiving, uh, and what a, that was a, one thing that, uh, ended up helping me out with the CMC trade was, uh, was AJ Dillon? He's been a big part from big role for my team. And the Bears defense: twenty-seven points, two interceptions, three points allowed, four sacks, four fumble recoveries, or sorry, four forced fumbles and two run, two fumble recoveries, and a safety. When I saw what the Eagles did the week prior, and I uh, saw the Bears, the Giants were going to be. Played on the road in Chicago um, with cold temperatures. And the Giants said they were going to use both quarterbacks. I felt like it was a no-brainer, and that's why I um, spent $6 Fab on them. Not, I was kind of surprised um, more people with Fab didn't pay up for them. That, that was a huge pickup this week for me, obviously. Um, but that was... That was the ball game. Uh, during the one o'clock games in from one four, I thought Lloyd was gonna win. Um, when the Seattle and Lions games started going, and the four to four and four thirty games were going, felt pretty good. Um, Penny and Metcalf just went off. Noah Fant was a big part of that as well. Um, Going into Sunday night game felt pretty good. Wasn't expecting AJ Dillon to outscore Rodgers. And um but I knew with the Packers uh trying to clinch the number one seed and uh with the Vikings not having a quarterback, I felt like they might have been a little bit more pass heavy, but they got the lead and then they handed it off to AJ Dillon, which was obviously the key for me. So, uh, I did beat Lloyd 188 to 166. Um, it felt great beating the number one seed to win the championship. So, uh, beat the best team in the league by record. So, big accomplishment there. Um, it's a lot of things I have to decide on the, in the offseason with the draft order, uh, champs rule. 
and uh, who my keepers are going to be. So, uh, it was a fun year, uh, tough year as well with COVID and extra extra season or uh, extra game. Most felt like there's a lot more injuries this year as well, but um, man. Kind of crazy. Never thought it would happen with as much as I've traded in years past. Thought maybe that was going to end up being my flaw. And maybe it still is to a certain degree. But hey, it worked out in my favor. Um, kind of crazy I won the championship without CMC. I thought once I lost CMC, I thought my chances were very slim to pull it off. And wow. Incredible that I did it without him, but um, yeah, that's um, that's uh, the week seventeen recap. I guess um, this is the first episode of the new year. I guess at some point we'll probably try and plan to do the season recap and get some of us together and do that. And. Uh, until then, I'll talk to you guys. I'll, I'll probably the next time I talk to most of you guys. Um, and I'll see the rest of you guys at the league meeting. And uh, that's it. Talk to you later. Go Birds. Birds made the playoffs. And uh, I am your 2021 league champion.